0: What is up, Next Level fam? Thank you so much for joining another episode of Health Explained. I'm your host, Alexis Smith, and today we'll be discussing medicine cabinet essentials for families. I'm with Next Level Urgent Care Associate Medical Director, Dr. Kimberly Shu today to talk about how to stock a medicine cabinet for families with children. Thanks for being here today,
1: Dr. Shu. How are you? Hi, good. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited to be here.
0: Absolutely. I was really excited to chat with you today because we're sort of in the middle of spring now, which is crazy to me. Um, mm-hmm. And I feel like this is kind of an important spring cleaning task. Um, so
1: <laughs> yeah, definitely. So-
0: Yeah, so I wanted to start with, why is it so important to keep a stocked medicine cabinet?
1: So I think preparation, for sure, is always a great idea to be prepared. Um, A well-stocked medicine cabinet will prepare you and your family for most illnesses and injuries that come along. Um, You know, you don't want to be caught off guard and have to run to the pharmacy in the middle of the night when you or a family member develop symptoms or start feeling miserable, um, a fully stocked medicine cabinet will basically allow you to have one less thing to worry about when symptoms develop or even when accidents or injuries occur um and even um having a stocked medicine cabinet, you'll be able to start treating symptoms that come early on, which could prevent worsening,
0: yeah, for sure. so um, I know we're gonna speak on pediatrics specifically today, but f- before we get into that. What are some general medications that we should keep handy just kind of for everyone?
1: I think for everyone, um, definitely Tylenol, which is acetaminophen and Motrin, which is ibuprofen. Uh, those mm-hmm. are both to have uh, good to have on hand. They're both fever reducers. They're good for things like headaches, and they're both also pain relievers. So ibuprofen is better than Tylenol, I would say, for muscle aches and cramps or injuries as as it also has some anti-inflammatory properties. Um, So along with those two medications, I would say for injuries, this isn't necessarily a medication, but something to keep in a medication cabinet are things like Band-Aids, gauze, cold packs, heating packs. These are useful to have in a first aid kit just for cuts and scrapes Mm -hmm. um, because they're things that can be used immediately after injuries happen. And then... A good antibiotic ointment, I think, is important to keep in your med- medicine cabinet. Vacitracin or a combo product um, like Neosporin, which is a combo of Vacitracin, Neomycin, and Polymyxin. Mm-hmm. And then finally, there are things like cough medications, allergy medications, and maybe a decongestant to have on hand. I don't think these are as important as the basics of just Tylenol and Motrin, but um, good to have regardless.
0: Yeah, for sure. Especially if you're like me, I'm like suffering from allergies in this crazy allergy season. I always have an Allegra on hand. Yeah, totally. Um, So how will medicine cabinets stuck for kids then look different? What are some illnesses, I guess, specific to kids that we should be worried about?
1: Yeah. So with kids, it's important to discuss some general information about over-the-counter medications um, first. So all over-the-counter medications have labels that give us important information about the medicine. It says what it's for and how to use it, what's in it, what to watch out for. So we can look on the box or the bottle where it says drug facts. So in children, dosing is based off weight or age, which is important to remember. Um, A lot of times it'll be in kilograms, which is different obviously from your child's weight in pounds. So if you don't know your child's weight, it's definitely um, good to go by the age guidelines. So some over-the-counter medications or drugstore supplies, I specifically recommend for children under the age of two. So the same thing for pain relief or fever, Um, Tylenol or Motrin. So children's acetaminophen and children's ibuprofen uh, can be used for multiple circumstances. If your child is teething, experiencing discomfort after vaccines, or even just with a cold, Tylenol can be given over two months of age or younger if you clear it with your child's pediatrician. And then children's Motrin can be given over six months of age as needed. Infant, there's infant Tylenol. So that's the same dosing as children's Tylenol. And then there's infant Motrin, which is more concentrated than children's Motrin. So just make sure to keep that in mind for dosing purposes. Um, And these medications are also weight-based and they usually come with a syringe to help dose. And then I think just along those lines, having a digital thermometer is necessary for, for your child. There's uh, thermometers that are multi purpose, so you know, under the arm, rectal, or under the tongue. Gotcha. And then, um, continuing on for colds, which are you know very common in kids in general, but especially if they go to daycare or school, uh, they're known to create a lot of congestion and mucus. Having little saline drops or a snot sucker like a syringe bulb is super mm-hmm. helpful. Um, so Parents can use the bulb first to suck what they can at the opening of the nose. Um, And then there are things like the Frida Baby Nasal Aspirator, which can be really useful to use afterwards. So um, these are good for any viral illnesses or even like RSV, which is something that commonly occurs in children. And then, sorry, there's a lot of medications. I no, that's that. good. I
0: think this is great. Keep it coming. I'm like, I'm writing all of these down as you talk. Um,
1: so I think also just having children's Benadryl is beneficial. Um, Benadryl is used for allergies mostly. It's only to be used over six months of age. Um, it's a sedating medication. So definitely check with your pediatrician prior to using Especially if the child is under two years old, and then if you don't want something so sedating, Zyrtec is another great alternative um, for allergies. Mm-hmm. And then for creams, I would recommend hydrocortisone one percent. These these or this cream is good for you know minor rashes like bug bites or even little eczema patches. Um, other creams, there's a baby version of chest rub for cough and colds, you know, aquaphor healing ointment or plain Vaseline is good for minor cuts and abrasions. And then obviously for babies, you want to have a, have a diaper cream on hand. So that's like Desitin, Burt's Bees or Aquaphor. Um, we want to have them on hand so that, you know, we can be prepared at the first sign of a diaper rash. And then finally, you know, other random things. I think mm-hmm. it's important to keep our, you know, Pedialyte if your child develops a stomach virus um and not tolerating any fluids. Um cold packs again for any bumps and bruises.
0: Yeah. Wow, you, you've given us quite a comprehensive list here. I think this is really awesome. It's um, it, Kind of exactly what we need um, to, to really make sure we have those well-stocked medicine cabinets. Um, I, I guess, so my follow-up question to this is how often should we look at our medicine cabinet and take inventory and, and restock? What would you recommend there?
1: Yeah, I think it's a good idea to look at your medicine cabinet once every, you know, 2 to 3 months or so to make sure you have all the essentials um and to update the medications that are running low. Most of the medications I mentioned um for children and for adults aren't something that, you know, we need to use every day. So just kind of occasionally peeking in to make sure you have enough for the next illness or injury is really all that is necessary in terms of restocking.
0: Yeah. And what about cleaning out medicine cabinets? How, how often should we expect that these medications may expire?
1: So cleaning out medicine cabinets, I think, should happen at least once a year. To do this, we check expiration dates. So common medications like Tylenol or Motrin have expiration dates that are four to five years from opening. So they definitely okay. can last a long time. Um, but all medic- medications have a shelf life which can be shortened if the product is improperly stored. So it's important to throw away any medications that have an expired date uh, or expired use date that you can no longer use or maybe that aren't even in the original containers. Uh, Things like heat and moisture can cause medications to become less effective. Mm
0: -hmm. Do you have some advice on how to ensure that our medicine cabinet
1: is kid-safe? 200,000 children visit the emergency room every year due to adverse drug events. And many, if not most, of these adverse drug events are due to improperly stored medication. So it's definitely critical to keep our uh, medicine cabinet child safe. So they do have some recommendations. So first, the medication must not only be kept out of reach, it should also be out of sight. So the CDC actually has a medication safety campaign. It's called Up and Away, which basically describes how the medication should be stored. So up in a cabinet, off the ground. And then away, which is basically out of sight. So Mm -hmm. if you want to learn more, you can go to the CDC's website to um, read more about this campaign. And then I think additionally, medication should just be put away. Don't leave bottles with medication on the kitchen counter or on a nightstand after taking a daily dose. Right.
0: Well, thank you so much for all of this great advice. I think um, you've given us a lot, a lot of great stuff to to think about while we uh, go about our spring cleaning this season. Um, is there anything else you'd like to add before we wrap up our discussion for today?
1: Um, I would just say, as a disclaimer, um, parents, I think that parents should call their child's doctor if they're ever unsure if something needs an over-the-counter medication. You know, over-the-counter medications are helpful in so many instances, but I would recommend parents to not jump straight into giving their child medications right away as the mm-hmm. first solution to a symptom. For example, you know, for colds, you can try offering more fluids. You can give honey for children over one. You can use humidifiers, etc. cetera. Um, I think in general, medications are there for you if you need them, but not always 100% necessary
0: got it well thank you so much for um that great advice i really appreciate you chatting with me today on health explained and dr shu i'm looking forward to having you back in the future
1: thank you so much